welcome back to another Real Talk podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike. We have Asia and Jules and John. Tonight we'll be discussing. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Tonight we'll be discussing co-parenting, some of the do's and don'ts, um, how we've dealt with certain situations with all of us being parents. Um, that said, we'll kind of jump right into it. Well, all of us being parents that aren't necessarily with the parent, with the the, the other parent of our children. The other parents, right? The other parents. Yeah. So go ahead, jump right in. Yeah, we jump right in. So all of us are parents. That I did, I did make that a, a was that an assumption? Uh huh. No, oh, there was, there was, oh, <laughs> oh, we all, we all are parents. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Different ages, different age groups, but all parents for sure. Yeah. So, um, from my perspective, I think co-parenting should, I didn't necessarily sit down and have that conversation with my kid's mother. Um, saying as far as what we would and would not allow with our children. It was just assumed that, hey, the kids with you, you take care of them. The kids with me, I take care of them. And there was no discussion. But in these days and times, I think there should be a lot more <laughs> of a discussion between moms and dads, dads and dads, moms and moms, however, your, whatever your dynamic is in your house, there should be more of a discussion. You got to agree? That'll be a discussion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're lucky enough to be able to have a discussion, yeah, there should definitely be a conversation. Or you know, if you're lucky enough to have a co-parent that wants to co-parent, then yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah, that, that is true. Because that makes it a lot easier when you got somebody else that's willing to uh, participate in the co-parenting. Makes it really difficult when you're the only parent in the room. You know. um, best to be on the same page. Which, I mean, co-parenting is, is hard as it is. Parenting is hard as it is. Just okay. one, doing your job as a parent is a hard ass job. It's one of the most uh, rewarding, confusing, and thank scary. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. De definitely. Then put it on top to now co-parent with somebody else. <laughs> that's either not there as much, or if let's say, I, I hate to put it, this a secondary parent. Uh, absentee parent. Part a part-time parent. Yeah. Absolutely. So that makes it even worse. You know, well, I, I won't say worse, but. Well, I mean, in those situations, you're not co-parenting, right? If the person is absent or, you know, non-existent, then you're not really co-parenting in those situations. You just figure it out. What I think is it's always parents in the, in the kind of way you look at it. Uh, there's no book on it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of books on how to parent. There's no exact book 
tell you how to raise you. You're a specific child because every child is different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're gonna be bad. Yeah, they're gonna act up, and they're gonna they're gonna get into trouble. They're gonna get into mischief. They're kids. You know what I'm saying? We expect that part, but it's the other shit that we don't expect, which is the adults that act like the kids with the kids. You know what I mean? You're an adult. You're not supposed to act that fucking kind of way with my child. So when you do something that uh, endangers my child because you as the adult were acting like the child, then then that's where that that frustration as a parent comes in. You know what I mean? Like, God damn it, why wouldn't you like why wouldn't you thinking like a parent? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you don't have that anymore. You have uh, like Mike said earlier, you have these this uh discommunication of uh the community. The community isn't there anymore. It's not it's not you get in trouble at school and you got seven ass whoopings on the way to the house mm-hmm. and then you got home and got the last ass whoopings. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. Oh no, no, don't touch my motherfucking child. You come tell me about my child and then you want to talk and be a friend of your child when that ain't or, or 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 not even be a friend. You wanna, you know what I'm saying, fight the other child, you know what I'm saying, or fight the other parent because they said something to your child. Yeah, yeah. Right, too. Right, the child that you share the defense of your child. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, is I, I, parenting is hard enough. Even if the parents are together, that doesn't mean that you necessarily come to the table with the same parenting style, mm-hmm, right? Sure. And I think that um, people sometimes innately fall into roles like I. I can only speak for myself as a mother. We tend to be more task managers when it comes to our kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you quickly have to realize as a mom that like dad is not going to be you. He's not going to do things the way that you do it. He's not going to look at situations the way that you are. That you are. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you're under the same roof, it's easier to come to a level of compromise. Sometimes. Um, because you're more likely to try to have a united front with your kids if you're in the same household. Um, But if you're not in the same household, stands to reason you probably don't communicate really well with the other parent. Um, Sometimes, sometimes you get, sometimes it's cool. A lot of times it's not. Most times it's not. (laughs) So, you know, you're not just trying to figure out the dynamic of how do I parent these children of this child, but now it's also how do I have a right and proper level of communication with the other parent and be able to take my personal feelings about this person mm-hmm. out of the equation. And do what's best for the child. And do what's best for the child. Exactly. Yeah. I'm t- I think and a lot of issues comes with that right there. It's the self, it's the individual that can't get past their emotions, their triggers, which they force upon the child indirectly, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I and I've I've I personally um experienced some of that. Um and having my children live with me, a lot of the I guess the, the, the back and forth between me and my kid's mom wasn't about the kids. It was about us. And they, you know what I'm saying? Now, although the conversation never went to 
the about us part. You know I'm saying? It was about us because we were not together. Not because, hey, you know I'm saying, the kids were me. It was because we weren't together. But that was never the conversation. It was like the underlining, the kind of the undertone of it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say fuck all that shit. Uh... <laughs> Sometimes. I think, I think... Go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. But at the same time, yeah, that could be, yeah. It's it's communication that got you in the place where you at in the first place. You know, why you not talking about the team you separated. It's the communication part. You know, or, or about the lack of the lack of absolutely. So now <clears throat> you're forced to have this communication because you have a you know a small child. You have a responsibility. I know. I personally, all I know, all the black men I know are excellent fathers, hands down. I don't know not one guy that doesn't take care of his kids. I'm in my in my clique. Who I fuck with, you know what I'm saying? And if there were one, you know, we'll check them, hands down. Um, but you don't you do have those examples where because men and women see things differently when it comes to child raising, child rearing, uh, you know, especially when it comes to sons or it comes to daughters, you know what I'm saying? That's a double standard that it's so many pieces there, you know. Like, you know, uh, with my son, I'm different with my son than I'm with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I raised my son to be a man, to, you know what I'm saying, be a provider, to be able to be tough, to be able to, you know, not only that, he protect his family, do what he needs to do, you know, uh, responsibility that men's supposed to do, you know. Sometimes it's not going to be the way mommy do it. And I'm sorry, I believe that a man could teach it only could teach a boy to be a man. I believe that. That's just me. Uh, I believe a woman can sort of assist, but she can't give him the necessities and, and, and the bare essentials of, essentials of being a man because she's not a man. I can't teach my daughter how to be a woman. I could just get her my perspective of a woman, well, uh, from a man's point of view. But I don't think that a woman can't teach a, a, her son how to be a man. She can teach him how to be a good human being, but really? she can't necessarily teach him how to be a man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. And I, but you said as far as you're saying uh, the difference between your, your son and your daughter. Now, for me, um, I didn't or I don't, you saying, make a, that distinct difference between how I talk to my girls and how I talk to my boy. There, there was, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, check this out. These little hard, dick-ass boys out here, this is what they trying to do. You know what I'm saying? These little hot-ass girls out here, this is what they try to do. You know what I'm saying? Even, I let my daughters, if they want to be, you know what I'm saying, as far as younger, tomboys running around, hey, I want to be tough. My daughter came to me and was like, hey, I can't do it. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to help because if you need my help, I will assist you. I got no problem with that. But don't come to me telling me you can't do something mm -hmm. because you can. You fall, get the fuck up. Brush that shit off. Stop crying. That's just not different. You know what I'm saying? They just, you know what I'm saying? They rough and tumble, but at the same time, hey, they still girls. So I want them to have, I want them to have that, you know what I'm saying? Get up, you know what I'm saying? 
dust yourself off mentality. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And keep going. But at the same time, like you said, okay, I can't teach you to be a woman, but but I want you not to fall in the dirt and get, I'm saying, get your hands dirty and not you crying. That's not what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think that yeah. you're leaning them in the direction of being like a boy. You're just teaching them how to be resilient. Yeah, yeah. And I want, you know what I'm saying, I want that, and I want that for, you know what I'm saying, my, my, my children, period. Son or daughter, you know what I'm saying, I want them to have that resiliency. Mm -hmm. I think as fathers and mothers, we bring different things to the table because as men and women, we have different perspectives on things. Um, the, the, what makes it harder is when that other piece is missing and you feel like you have to make up the difference. Like, yes. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm struggling now with my boys hands down I'm struggling because before I didn't have to be both you know what I mean right. like I didn't have to be both they had someone around to teach them to be tough for lack of a better word you know what I mean right. so for me I was like okay if you're teaching them now you get up you stand up you do that which I'm always going to supplement because I believe that too but my piece of it was softer, right? My piece of it was use your words, be able to communicate your feelings. I don't want my boys to be emotionally inept, right? So my approach to them was softer because they already had that tougher piece to the puzzle, right? And it's the opposite for my girls. Like I was the tougher one with my girls and that, you know, he was the softer side of that. You know what I mean? And now that that piece is missing, to, it makes it harder to be both because my boys are not used to me being tough. You know what I mean? Like they hey, know I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you. They're not, and that's real shit. They're not. You know what I mean? And it, I have moments where I'm just like, you know, I do it when they're not looking at me because I don't want to seem like no punk. But I literally have moments where I find myself crying because I'm like. They are driving me nuts. They are doing the most. You know what I'm saying? They don't listen. And I'm not, uh, I don't like to yell and scream and do all of that. That's not my natural nature, right? So when I have to turn up on them because they're doing too much, it's a lot for me. And I don't have that person to bounce it off of. You know what I mean? Right. I don't have that person I could be like, yo, how? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That, that. That and where they are, they're just, they're just huh? being boys, you know. They're just being boys. That's a lot of yeah, energy. It's a little, well, you know my dynamic. It's a little more than them just being boys. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a little <laughs> more than them just being boys. Because, uh, like, I grew up saying, in a house. Even, oh, I'm sorry. Great, oh, I grew up in a house with all, with all women. And I was the youngest, so for my mother, it was like. He's always being rowdy. For my dad, it was he's just being a boy. For my dad, with my sisters, it was they're too emotional. <laughs> For my mom, it was they just on the period. We're looking at just being boys. Boys with a lot of energy, just being rowdy. Right. God. And you're looking at it from a different perspective as a mom, like, yo, he's 
it's not just it's not just that I look at my boys and I'm like, yo, y'all doing the most. Cause like I was a tomboy growing up. I know what it is to have that. I want to go outside and play and get in the dirt and you know you bounce. I had bounce off the wall energy too, right? But I look at my boys differently because I look at my boys and I'm like, y'all don't listen. Y'all act up. Y'all do what y'all want to do. And I have two little black boys that I have to send out into the world. And the world already looks at you a certain way. They already have certain assumptions about you. So when they when they're turning up with me and I'm their caretaker, I'm the person that loves on them and nurtures them and doing all of that to them. It terrifies the shit out of me that y'all gonna go out in the world and act like how the fuck y'all be acting in this house. You yes. know what I mean? Because uh, them people out there don't care. The lack of, I'm not saying the lack of discipline, but the other end of discipline that needs to be displayed far as of. And, a positive, strong male figure that needs to be in the household to provide that balance. And it, yeah, so and that it brings us back to the co-parenting dynamic because it's like right. that voice on the phone, it don't, it hit different. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same thing. Um, and then they're old enough to see certain things. They're old enough to pick up on certain things. And that, you know, I'm gonna call your daddy shit don't work like that no more because they're like and <laughs> you know what I mean they're like yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so one of the pointers on this list of pointers that I have of how to effectively co-parent um that I thought was really important was to set boundaries with your ex keep things as professional as possible as a um keep things as professional as possible as if it's just a business arrangement with your if and if your ex crosses the line, assertively but kindly remind he or she where your limits are. I think that's that's. I don't think that worked. <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said you don't get that. You said you don't get that word, and you don't get that work. <laughs> I don't think he said. I don't think that works. He said, "I don't think that works." I don't think that works. I mean, because people. I mean, you can talk about boundaries all you want to, but <clears throat> it's hard when you're in two separate households and you have two separate beliefs how to raise kids. No, I think it's saying no, 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 those boundaries, no, no, the, the boundaries of, he talked, that is speaking between boundaries between the two adults because I, but I know about that because my ex was always like, hey, so when I'm gonna get that? Nigga, never. <laughs> That's not. This is not what this is. We, you know what I'm saying we're not in that space anymore. Oh, you talking about like, boundaries? Not yeah. about well, yeah. like boundaries between the two of you as adults. Like, yeah. Um, you know, I would say like, you know, you're not finna pull no pop ups over here. You know what I mean? Like, you re you have to get to a place where you respect each other. You respect each other's space. Um, yeah. And as adults, as adults, <laughs> because. It is hard to make that transition from being a couple and you used to, you know, stepping on each other's toes all the times to, you know, especially when you start to explore new dynamics, like you move into other relationships and those type of things, you have to set clear and defined boundaries. I can um, go to the refrigerator when I want to. <laughs> yeah, like that's, you that's a little eat. much. That's a little yeah. much. Well, I would, I would think that'd be already set, but I guess not then. No. no, 
I'm because not, you're saying because again, hey, some people you know saying randomly I'll because you, <clears throat> you think about you know saying the uh people that so um in relationships and one party is you know saying just unwilling to give up their relationship and they come over and they keep coming in mm-hmm. and they invade that space. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna come in, okay. You know what I'm saying they they usually give you that kiss on the cheek, you know what I'm saying, smack you in the ass, or you know what I'm saying, just being you know what I'm saying in your personal space, going like I, I mentioned, going through the refrigerator. That's you know what I'm saying. Now, if you live in two separate spaces, now they're invading your space. Mm-hmm. So you have to set those, so you have to set those boundaries. And that sometimes that, is harder to do because people think, oh, my kids are here, and I'm like, don't matter. No if right. your kids are here or not, this is still right. your kids don't pay these bills. Like it don't matter. You know what I mean? Like my thing has always been, I'm never gonna keep you away from your children, but I expect for you to respect my space. If you want your kids, you let me know. We'll make it happen. You know right. what I mean? But it just makes it harder going forward because if you if you have that open, no boundaries dynamic, then what what are the limits there? You know what I mean? Like. How do you move on from the relationship piece of it and just co-parent if this person has full access all the fucking time? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, next thing you know, a nigga that moved in on your couch and shit, like. Yep. And that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And that's what, and a lot of times, that's their intention to move back into your space. Yeah. And now you're back in that, whatever it was. Your situationship. Yeah. <laughs> and it is often easy to fall back into those situations because you were already together and you have these children that will eternally bond you to this other person. So sometimes it's very easy to fall back into those spaces, even when it's toxic as fuck. Mm. Yeah, well, sometimes, because then, you know, you have that one situation where you just can't stand that bitch. And I do mean that bitch, like, that significant other that you just like, why the fuck did I have kids with you? Of all the people I could have had kids with in the world, I chose you. And now I'm kicking myself in the ass for choosing such a a, a you like you. Like, you just be so mad. Those type of relationships have that type of female that that is, um, you know, she wants to say she's a co-parent and she wants to be all in your business. She wants to come over and try to run your house. But just like you said before, you know, you, know, you can't do that. And then once once you try to set the standard and then they try to make it that much more difficult, it's like you as a, the man or the female, because there are males out there that do that same fuck shit. You know what I mean? And that's what right. it is. You know, so it's called spade to spade. That's some fuck shit for you to think that you can come into somebody else's house and tell them how to live when you opted out of that relationship. You opted out of being with that person. You opted out of trying to trying to be together and raise that child. You know what I mean? So for you to come over here and think just because you're the man of the uh, of that relationship, you can come over here and tell her how to run her house. Well, I don't want no niggas run my run my son, nigga. That's at your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Vice versa with the female. I don't want no bitches around my around my daughter. The hell for that said, your house. You know what I'm saying? When I'm in my house, if I decide I want to have a female around, if I feel like the female is trustworthy, I bring that that female around. And that's the other part of that. That's what I was getting to, which is that communication between you and her 
to know that I'm not going to put my child in harm's way. I wouldn't bring anybody that, that you wouldn't feel comfortable around with my child. Just because she's a female doesn't mean you don't have to like her. Just because he's a male, you don't you don't have to like him. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be some kind of communication. Well, let me ask you this then. Let me throw this out to the group. Do you think that you have a responsibility to let the other parent know when you plan on bringing someone else around the children? I think that's a courtesy. I, it, I think I think yes, it is. It's a um, it's a courtesy. It's a definite, uh, as the words you use, it's a definite courtesy. Um, am I obligated? Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying that's a that, that's real. That's real. That's a real tricky situation. As far as as far as that goes, but as long as and this is the way I see it, I don't think there should be an obligation for the other parent to tell them. As long as you're saying you're not one of the brothel, you know what I'm saying, around my kids, you know what I'm saying, you got, you know what I'm saying, 50 million different people around my child. But if you got to, you, that's your dude, and that's who, you know what I'm saying, you with, hey, that's who you with. I mean, I for see, me, I think, saying, like, I, I, like, I, like, we talk from personal experiences here. So for me, I let that person know, like, okay, the kids are gonna meet this person. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just giving you a heads up. Like, I, and that was really the extent of the conversation. It was just, hey, because kids talk, kids run their fucking mouth. You know what I mean? And I didn't need to get a phone call. It was like, oh, you bring it. It's like, no, you already know. You know what I mean? And then it's like, I like to think they know me well enough to know that I'm just not gonna bring nobody fly by night around them. Now, I don't feel obligated to tell them when I'm dating someone, mm-hmm. but I do right. feel like if the relationship is deep enough where I'm bringing this person around my children, cause that's a big step, right? Yeah. So if the relationship right. is deep enough where this person is gonna be around my kids, then I'm like, hey, you know what I mean? Cause for me, I wanna know, I don't need to meet the person. I don't oh. need to do none of that. That's a lot. I don't right. need to do all of that. But it, it's like, you also don't know how kids are going to handle that, right? right? You don't know how they're going to react to that. So at right. least if you know, okay, they're, like, they're going to meet your girlfriend for the first time, right? They're going to meet his girlfriend for the first time. Then it stands to reason that I can check in with them because I know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can talk to me about it. And then if if they feel a way or whatever, then I can communicate that to him because there are things that they will tell me that they won't necessarily tell him. You know what I'm saying? There are things, there were things about that dynamic that they felt a way about, but they didn't feel comfortable enough to tell that to him. So I was able to say, hey, look, you know what I mean? They think it's this, me and you both know that it's not you might want to have a conversation. So it's just checking in and letting them know, hey, this is where the kids are at with it. For me, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But this is- And that's that's totally understandable. Well, I mean, for me, I kind of handled it like this. My my daughter, me and her mom, uh, been separated maybe since she was like one or two. And let's say she's, she's 18 now. So that's a long ass time. So, <laughs> like you say, it's like I said, it's years, a courtesy. It's definitely a, it's a courtesy. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you do not have any control what goes on in that person's house. 
Mm-hmm. No control, none. You would just hope that that courtesy extended back to you. Because for me, it's like this. If somebody's going to be consistent, I have to trust her. Like, all right, somebody's going to be consistent, consistent, consistently in, in her life. It's going to be in my daughter's life. My daughter's in her care. So I want to meet the guy, for sure. If you're going to be around my daughter, I want to meet you. And listen, hey, how you doing? I want to see what type of man you are. That's just me. I'm not going to say, oh, well, you can't be around. No, I don't, no, mm-mm. I'm not going to do that. No. But for you going to be around my daughter, yeah, goddamn right. I need to meet you. I need to, how, how are you? You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I'm bringing a young, I feel like a, I felt like a young lady wanted to, you know, be around my daughter and things of that nature. My daughter's my heart. I'm going to bring everybody around my daughter. It's just me. You know, I don't do that. But if it's somebody that's special enough to do so, yeah, I'm going to have her to meet her mom. You know what I'm saying? Because when, you know, there's going to be some times that my daughter is going to be in my care and I'm not just going to tell her like, oh, well, you can't come over because she's there. Nah, I mean, we've been together. We're doing this. I'm letting you in my life. So I'm trying to bring everything together in the most the most peaceful fashion that I can do it. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it ain't about what you won't do. Sometimes it's what you, know, you will do to kind of sacrifice the battle to win the war. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you kind of try to bring as much peace in that atmosphere as possible. You know what I mean? Not being a dickhead, not being jealous, not just two individuals now who have this contract, this this, this contract agreement of raising this child in the most peaceful, productive way that you can do it. Being mature about the situation. Both parents being mature. That's the biggest thing. A lot of people are immature enough to do that shit. It all stems back from not even having communication or the shit like I still want you, or they just don't, they just barely don't want to see you happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit rubs off. That shit run, that, it rubs off on the children. The children see that shit. Children see that shit. They recognize that shit. But a lot of times, and I say, and I can, and I can say in my situation, you know saying my kids, they didn't, they don't, they didn't necessarily see the shit until it was like way late. <laughs> like they had to, act, they actually had to be in my care. You know what I'm saying to see that. Wait a minute, hold up, that shit. And I wouldn't talk shit. I, I never talk shit. Um, but they actually had to live with me to be like, yo, that shit mommy was talking wasn't, it wasn't the real shit. Mm-hmm. Now I got to readjust the way I think because that shit wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to proceed on being a more mature parent and as much as you want to do this, that, the third, you just got to suck that up. It's hard. And move. Lord, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You had those moments where they piss you off, and you like yeah. this motherfucker, and then you realize you're like, oh, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Or, um, I think the hardest, the hardest is I'm a mama bear about my kids. So if you do something to hurt my kids, or they feel a way about something that you did. It is very hard in those moments to, like I often have to be like, what? And then think about it. And then it'll be like, 
you feel like you got to soften the blow. And it's, it's hard to navigate that space where you like, you don't want to look at the kids and be like, you know what you write, this mother, because you don't want to feed that. So a lot of times, fuck it, there's no other way to say it. A lot of times you just got to lie. You know what I mean? A lot of times you got to be like, I'm pretty sure that's not what, or, well, maybe this was, or, you know, there's a lot going on, or, you know what I mean? Like you try to soften the blow because... I don't, I don't want my you don't, kids Because you don't want to be the one to deliver the bad news. And like I'm saying, you, what you want to do is you want to put, hold up, not put. I can't never say put. You want to place the best lighting, you know I'm saying, on that other person. But at the same time, with you placing that lighting on the other person, you want your kids to grow up and see that the light that you put there is not as bright as they thought no, it was. That, you want them to find that <laughs> that, that out on their own, right? You know what I'm saying right? so you like, can't. So they don't can't want to be the one to be like, "Oh yeah, that nigga ain't shit." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you yeah. want them to figure that out for themselves because then, you know, because I've always said I never want my kids' father to be ever to ever be able to say, "Well, I'd have been there, but your mama." Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was going, but your mom, your mom, nah. Yeah. Like, nah, you're, I don't ever want my kid for him to be able to say that because what that does is that negates his responsibility for their emotions towards him by exactly. trying to deflect that back onto me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no, nah, you ain't gonna be able to say that about me. You're not gonna be able to say that. I, I mean, there's certain situations that are unavoidable. You know what I mean? Of course, moving away with my children definitely makes things more difficult in that regard. But I'm still going above and beyond to try to make sure that that connection is there. Because you ain't finna talk shit about me. The mama bear thing. Like... We, I guess, most men who are, I guess, you know, who are fathers, whatnot, who's advocated in their children's life, that mama bear, that mama bear thing is very serious because sometimes that mama bear can just wipe away the whole logic of certain things that you're doing. And I'm just saying, I'm not saying if you're a deadbeat, I'm just saying if you're a stand up guy. You do your responsibilities and this, that, and the third, because you got those out there who just just want to make it hard for the. They make it hard for the rest of us. Right. They make. That's it hard. not a mama bear, though. No, no, yeah. I'm not. He's talking about the dudes. He's talking about the dudes. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying, but I'm like, if if you're not, if they don't know that though, they don't know that. But that's not a mama bear. That's more of a tiger mom. <laughs> that's not a mama bear. Like that's not a mama bear. Like. The, the the actual definition of that is like a a a a, a, a mother bear will yeah, risk her me. life right in order to protect her cubs. You know what I mean? That instinct of my me first, like you know what I mean? Like I'll go down. I will take whatever comes my way um, as a means to protect my kids. Um, that's that's real. But if it's being used. If it's if it's getting in the way of your children's relationship with their father, 
and that father is doing the right thing and is a stand-up person and is not actually putting your kids in danger, then in that case, you're not being a mama bear, you're doing the most. But and I've experienced it's hard to tell. All of the most. Because you ask them, <laughs> if you ask them, they say, I'm protecting my child for him because he know that da 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 blah blah blah. And it may not even be the case. See, but that's the line between being a parent and being possessive. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? That's that fine line between being a mom a and mom. being and like those mothers, like I can't stand women who treat their sons like they they men. You know what I mean? Like that's that fine, that's that line where it's like. I don't have, those are my children, but I don't own them. You know what I'm saying? I don't have ownership of them. They only have half my DNA. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have ownership of them. So I'm like, as much as I may not be able to stand their father, that's still their father. That doesn't change any of that. So I don't, I just don't, I don't subscribe to that. I know women like that, but I don't subscribe to that way of thinking. I don't think I mean, that that's cool. Any dark, and Who I'm, he is to I'm, you I'm as a partner, is yeah. not indicative. It has nothing to do with who he is as a father. Right. Now, like I've, I've experienced, I've experienced the 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 mama bear situation. Um, I guess in in not in full effect, but from their mother, because again, I I know we've known each other for years. You know what I'm saying even you know what I'm saying prior to the kids. So. I knew about some of the trauma that she she had faced, and then in dealing with the kids, I knew you're saying how protected she was of the kids. So me knowing this, I took on that portion of it too. But at the same time, you know me; we've known each other for years. You know right. how I am about my kids, mm -hmm. so you know I'm not going to put my kids in danger. Mm -hmm. You know I'm not going to let you saying anybody around my kids that I think is going to put my kids in danger because you know me. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm saying I had I had the mama bear come at me, but at the same time I was also experiencing that boundary intrusion because not only were you protecting the kids, now you're trying to run my house. Mm -hmm. You trying to you trying to make me parent like you parent. No, that's not how this runs because I'm mean, just prime example for, for that. My kids were talking about, hey, well, we don't wash dishes. The way we wash dishes, you put them in a dishwasher. Well, guess what? We don't use, I got two dishwashers. One, two. Get the motherfucking scrub bus and suds. You know what I'm saying? But now you calling your mom, but ain't making us wash dishes. What the fuck is she going to do? Now we having a conversation because they were washing dishes. But that's stupid. Exactly. That's, that's incredibly exactly. stupid. That's see. That's exactly. one of those. Exactly. That's one exactly. of those where it's like that's stupid. Like you got to get on the same page about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's stupid. That's not even the same. That's not even the same page. That's like that's, I, I, I get the vice versa, right? So like you know the kids call mom, right? Because he's making us wash dishes. And I, I don't get that. I get the mom calling me because they they don't want to respect me like they respect you in your house. That sounds like a whole personal issue. I'm just See, saying. No, I don't agree with that though because like it is a difference, you know. Because of the, I'm experiencing that, 
And sometimes you legitimately need that other person to be like, you need that person to have your back. Like whether we're together doesn't matter. We're in this parenting shit together. And the biggest thing kids are gonna try to do is they're gonna try to pitch you against each other because it allows for them to be able to get away with more shit. So as much as possible, even if you think like, well shit, that's on you, you still have to have a fucking united front when it comes to them kids. You have to. So if she's calling you saying, if she's calling you saying they don't respect me the way that they respect you, you should be on their ass. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I do agree. But wait, I'm saying now you're talking about. No, but wait. I'm talking about 16, 14, because, and you got a whole man in your house. Doesn't matter. That's not their father. Is that right? That's not their father. But wait, 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 wait. Hold hold. now. Wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Now that I don't agree with. Because if you got a whole man in your house, even saying that, even though he's not their father, he as a man in that house has taken on a role of dad in that house. As a he's taking on a parent so, so role. That, because I had I had that conversation too. Now that's a like, personal situation with her. Yeah, that, exactly. But at the same time, I had I had that conversation too because she was like, "Well, he don't." You know what I'm saying he don't. Whoop the, I whoop the kids. He don't whoop the kids. My question to her was, "Why?" There's a difference between abusing my kids and and disciplining my kids. You telling me that he he's not a, he's not allowed to whip the kids. That's your problem. So when they get so when they Ooh, so the when mommy they are, and me is the mommy and me is struggling right now. <laughs> Don't touch my fucking child, kid. The mommy and me is nah, struggling. Right. Don't touch my fucking kid, because I'm gonna end up touching you. I don't give a fuck. No, who no, no. I don't give a shit. Let's talk about this first before you put your hands or you try to discipline it, punishment, timeout shit. Yeah. Before you even lay a single breath on my motherfucking child, you talk to me first. Because you See, come out of hand and do something too much and I'm not there, I'm fucking your shit up, hands down. So fuck all that. See that there? Now we could talk whole, about that's it. That's the entire situation. But see, the thing, the diff, here's the thing. That's a very different dynamic if the father is involved versus very not involved. If the father is not involved, then that person that's coming into your life is stepping into a much bigger role because that person is not there. You are filling the, the vacuum completely. Oh, but... It. If the father is actively involved, you get your kids, you see your kids, you with your kids, you discipline your kids, right. you feel what I'm saying? Then in that case, I, like at that point, it's three people in this co-parenting situation. That's right. That's it's right. three and there's levels to this shit. So if, if, <laughs> if, if, if she's calling you, because I'm like, what would you rather have her do? Would you rather her just not involve you at all? Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Would you rather her not involve you at all? Like that to me, that's not an option. Like if, if someone comes into my life and they with my kids, no, I don't expect for them to to not discipline my children. But there's certain shit that I'm like, first of all, you should be coming to talk to me first. You feel what I'm saying? Like some shit, yeah, you catch it in the moment, a pop on the hand or whatever. But if it's some shit that like you got a whooping ass for, you feel what I'm saying? Then like you need to fucking holler at me. You need to holler at me real quick. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm not just gonna. You need to holler at me real quick. And if so, I so, feel after, like- so, 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 wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Wait, wait. 
so after we had this conversation, we had this conversation after about eight, nine years of, of marriage. This ain't, this wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Okay, we've been together for like three years. This is eight years of marriage. We had okay. this conversation. And you tell me that he is not allowed to whip the kids. No. Well, see, you have a you again, have a again, me look, hold up. again, uh, me again, me as the father. I am the father. This ain't I'm not talking about nobody else's situation. I'm talking about my situation. Okay. As the father. If I am in that role and I have stepped into that role, you're saying as the stepfather, these kids live under my roof. They eat my fucking food. I'm burned up my gas to get you where the fuck you need to be. Me and your mama together, we done made this commitment. We understand after eight years of marriage, you know what I'm saying? You should understand after eight years of marriage that I'm not abusing the kids. If I'm disciplining the kids, there's a difference. There's not a fine line. There's a very broad line between abuse and discipline. So if I am disciplined, what I consider, what I consider now, not his kids, I'm not, not on that, you know what I'm saying? Not your kids, not his kids, our kids. If I'm disciplined, mm-hmm. I would keep. Guess what? I did it for. Guess what? In a situation reason. like that, guess who top priority? And I'm not saying, and I'm, I'm still not going, and I'm still not saying, and I'm still not going, I'm still not saying that I'm not going to have a conversation. We may not be stepfather, but I'm there as an advocate father. Goddamn, and I'm paying child support. Shit, I'm paying for whatever's under that house roof too. So, in the hierarchy that comes, I spurn these kids, and I'm not asking no another man, her husband, to hold my dick for shit. You goddamn right, you gonna talk to me before you goddamn put your hands on my kids. And we gonna have a goddamn long talk in the damn dark corner, one or the other. That's, <laughs> that's still a hierarchy. I don't give a shit what you pay for. <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee my goddamn child support or whatever's helping you pay the motherfucking bills too. So therefore, no. that's still a hierarchy, sir. That's still a hierarchy. All right. Well, we lost John due to some technical difficulties, so we're just gonna go ahead and move on <coughs> with this conversation. Um. So I, this is a, 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 an important one. Um, if, agree with your co-parent that both of you will not speak badly about the other. Respect in a co-parenting relationship is essential for your children. If your kids put down the other parent, correct them and let them know that is not okay, even if you secretly feel good about it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying because you got some of them ain't shit parents out there on both on both sides. I think you're saying I'm not look. I'm not. You're saying I'm not vying from one side or the other. I just know that on both sides you got them ain't shit parents out there. And you saying not know better. You want to sit, yeah, and you want to sit down at Christmas and be like, yo, your mama, your daddy, ain't get you shit because they ain't shit. <laughs> All this shit, son. Nah. I pay for all the school lunches. I pay for all them, you know saying, the little field trips. I'm not gonna all lie. I've kids. definitely, I've definitely had to catch myself. I've definitely had that moment. I'm just being honest, like where the kids are just on a thousand, and I'll be like, and they'll be on a thousand, and then they'll be like, I want to call daddy. And I'll be like, the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? And then uh the hardest thing for me is like at this point in the game, he's the fun parent. You know what I'm saying? Like 
he's the one they call and laugh and joke with and you know what I mean like he 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 gets to have that space with them and you know he might tell them like cut that shit out boy or whatever but he doesn't have to do the day-to-day you know what I mean? He doesn't have to, to go through that struggle. He doesn't have to potty train a three-year-old. He doesn't have to deal with a six-year-old with ADHD who does not want to pay attention in virtual school. He does not want to have to deal with one hormonal and one pre-hormonal little girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are things that he has to deal with. And that's a lot of stress. So a lot of times I can't be like bubbly and happy and all the time because I'm just trying to push through and get shit done. You know what I mean? And it's harder to navigate because I have those conversations with him and I say, look, I'm struggling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. need you to, to lean in some more. You know what I mean? I need you to, 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 you know, ask them about school, get on them about school, like do, do some of those things. Like you're not physically here, but you can be here more mentally. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it sometimes feels like a slap in the face. Like for me to be hustling and trying to move as hard and my daughter looks me in my face and I'm like what you want for your birthday and she's like I just want to go be with daddy and I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I remember I remember my um my my younger sister when you say that that and that reminded me of the situation we were my mother and father split up when we were really young so I know I was about 15 16 when my maybe 14 or 15 when my grandmother passed. And we hadn't seen my father in years. I'm talking about years. Um, so he came, the first time we saw him was at my grandmother's funeral. And my sister was crying because she wanted to go back to live with him. I'm like, bitch, why? Like that, that was my, like, we were at the, at the funeral home and I was like, and I remember that. I was like, this, why? Like, he's not here. He hasn't been here. Like, you ain't heard from this dude in years. <laughs> so I, I totally get that situation. And you know what I'm saying? My mom, she never, you know what I'm saying? She never threw salt. You know what I'm saying? She, she never did that. But at the same time, she was, she was like, well, if you're saying now, outwardly, she was like, well, if that's what you want to do, go. Uh-huh. But I don't think, I really don't think she would let her go anyway, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inside is, I think, I think um, one of the things that I'm having to figure out in the co-parenting dynamic, it, it just in general, is to stop expecting you from other people. You know what I mean? Like, it would be right. very nice to have a co-parent that's like, no, like, you holding it down. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate you. How can I help? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, to not have to pick up a phone and ask for anything because you're getting that phone call first. You know what right. I mean? Like, what do they need? How can I help? You know what I mean? That would be nice. So, but it, it that's that's the hardest thing to let go is realizing that, like, Everybody's everybody not you. Yeah, everybody everybody's not you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not going to move in that dynamic. I mean, I think I've had that conversation where I'm like, I was legit trying to be friends and co-parents. You know what I mean? And it's like, that ain't for everybody. I might have the ability to do that. It doesn't mean that the other person does. You know what I mean? So 
is just is this time. You know, huh? you known you known each other for years, and you met me as a single father. Mm-hmm. You met me when I had my little four or five year old daughter coming to work, introducing you guys to her. And she just come in, just happy, smiling, just being with daddy, you know. And at the, it was still rough with her mom. It was still rough. But at the end of the day, something like I learned then, it wasn't the battles, it was the war. You know what I'm saying? Like certain things, you're just not going to win. And you know in your heart, like you see anything, she can't believe this shit is right. She, I know she ain't just, oh. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> in your mind, you're like, what the fuck is she thinking? But at the end of the day, man, sometimes you just have to stand on ground in your faith. And I'm not, I ain't trying to bring religion or whatever into it, but you sometimes you just have to stand on faith and just hope everything work out. My daughter's 18 now, and me and her mom came a long, long way. And it got to the point where I, even though certain things I disagree with, I don't have any control over that. And it got to the point where I I was the bad parent because I was constantly like, hey, this, that, da, 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 da. Her mom is the more laid back. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn to kind of switch the position a little bit. Like different parenting styles. Oh, okay. I had to change the parenting style a little bit because I couldn't beat that. I couldn't, and there's no way in hell I could beat that. But what I had to do is just learn to accept certain things and just, you know, keep talking to her, um, keep praying. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, like I think, I don't know who, I don't know who said it, but just when they get older, they start seeing things for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I came from a divorce family. My, my parents separated when I was about four or five years old, you know what I'm saying? And hindsight, I can see with their both perspective. I can understand. And that's that's because we're human. We're human at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? We're human at the end of the day. Yeah, you may not agree with some of that shit, but you can understand it. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's hell, that's half the battle right there. Because if really you really it is really it you is how to deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Without goddamn ripping all your hair out, <laughs> causing yourself more harm. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's how you win the war at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's been a couple of times I want shake her mama like <laughs> <laughs> this shit don't make no goddamn sense. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know then you have to take the meat out of it. Like that's that's the thing that I've had to learn is that like. As, as I don't want anyone to hurt my children, but I always have to stop and say, okay, but are they hurt? Or is right. it just the fear of them being hurt? You know it's, what I'm saying? Like that fear the, of them being hurt will sometimes supersede what's actually time. happening. Right. And that's yeah. yes. Or the fact that you're trying to protect them from, you know what I'm saying? Being being hurt. Hurt. Something yeah. that yeah. hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. And, you, and you cannot overextend yourself either you right. cannot like i am the queen of, of trying to just keep some sense of normalcy but it's like at this point it's like look it is what it is like i can only do but so much i can mm-hmm. only try but so hard mm-hmm. i can only communicate because, but so much because and although you found in both, myself you, nuts. 
Yeah, because although you fall into, and you're saying, and it's hard, it's easy to say, but you're saying, and you really don't say you fall into both parenting roles because you're only, you're saying, when you're truly a single parent. Um, you have to understand that you as a single parent, you have limitations. You're only one person. That's right. Um, you are not both parents. You are one parent. That's right. Doing one job, raising your kids. And on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, being a parent who who child is not in your custody, you have to know your limitations. Absolutely. And that comes with the support of what's going on over there. Because it took me a minute. I was doing all this rah, 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 rah. And I just realized, I'm like, my brother called me one day and said, Daddy, my tummy hurt. And it hurt my heart because it was like, damn, I'm not really there. Um, like I'm talking to her and I'm hoping that this calms her. But at the end of the day, when she get off the phone, her tummy is still hurting. Uh -huh. That's the shit that hurt, you know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that I have to let, well, let a mom deal with it, like support and do everything I can to, you know what I'm saying? help out a mom, you know what I'm saying? But see, like, that's the key, look at me. That's the thing, you know what I mean? Like, right. that is the thing. The parent that is outside of the day-to-day -day has to be able to know that they're not, like, understand and respect the fact that you're not there. You know what I'm saying? You're not there. You don't have to deal with the tummy aches. You don't have to deal with the doctor's appointments. You don't have to deal with the school visits. You don't have to deal with the bruises and the bumps. You don't have to deal with the fights and the arguments and the screaming and the tantrums and the diaper changes and the You ain't got to deal with none of that shit on a day-to-day -day basis. You get to tap in and tap the fuck out, right? right. So <laughs> be respectful and be mindful of the fact that you don't have to do that shit. So don't make it more difficult for the person that does. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know what? Like, it's a hard thing too, though. But it takes a lot of like soul digging. And it, you know what I'm saying? To really realize. Because you want, as a concerned parent, man, as a parent, you want the best for your kids. You know what I'm saying? And you really have to think outside the box for you want what's best for the children. Fuck our shit that we got going on to the side. What's best for the baby? At the yeah. end of the day, we're trying to do, you know, we're trying to raise productive kids, not no fucking trench coat wearing, you know, goddamn sociopaths. And <laughs> shit like Pretty that. <laughs> but if that's really what, to me, if that's really where your heart is with yeah. it, when it comes to your children, that'll shine through. That'll yeah, come right. through. That'll through. show. Because right. that other parent might be stressed out, but they won't feel as alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's a it's a very, and I might edit this out, but it is a very fucked up feeling to feel like if something happens to you tomorrow, your kids are fucked because you can't lean into the other parent mm. while you're here. So what happens if you're not? 
You know what I'm saying? Like what happens if God forbid something happens to you tomorrow? And that's a constant where it's like, I'm always sick. You know what I mean? Lupus doesn't get better. It only gets worse. So that's always a concern and a fear. And I think that's why I go twice as hard, three times as hard to try to maintain that connection, maintain that relationship, maintain that level of communication, despite what my spirit and everybody the fuck else around me says, why are you talking to me? Why are you fucking with him? He ain't shit. Da, 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 da. And it's because I'm like, y'all don't understand that I'm not guaranteed the next five years. I'm not guaranteed the next 10. My youngest child is three. I need to know that if something happens to me tomorrow, they have a connection to their father. Right. I need to know that he's going to step up and take care of my kids. I need of of our children. The sad part about it is, it's like, you know, you You can't tell. You can't know. Yeah, you don't. You know what I'm saying? You really can't know, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a real mind fuck because you, feel like you you feel like you feel like I should know right you know what I'm saying I should know that yeah you were shit as a partner but you're an amazing father or you you know what I'm saying you you step in when it comes to your kids so it's like I should be able to know that I should be able to hold on to that I should be able to say you know what they're gonna be fine but I'm like, if I can't get you to do the smallest pieces while I'm still here, what happens when the whole job is yours? That's a that, that's a that's a real that's a real that's a real situation. That's a very real situation. So a lot of people say, don't push it, don't try to make it something that it's not, don't try to whatever. But I mean, you could walk out the door tomorrow and get slapped by a bus. There's nothing you could do about that. But it's different when you're constantly facing your mortality because you think about that type of shit. You know what I mean? And I'm just like... At least back to what I just said, too. You just have to keep it in faith. Keep it in faith. (laughs) Also, you can't have blind faith in those situations. I don't feel like that's one of those things that you can have blind faith about. Right, because now now you're talking about... um, You're talking about the lives of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And th- those, you know what I'm saying? And those something people, you say, or you, you say, or your, your kids. Now, granted, you're right. It is something that you can't control, but you're talking about the lives of the people that you right. should. And I, I say should. You should care most about. Right. Yeah. And you have those parents out there that don't care most about, you know right. saying, the people they should, their kids. Right. So for me, it's like, like I said, that is the thing that makes me push through the frustrations, push through the brick walls, push through the, I don't really have to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I recognize that like, I don't really have to do this shit. I could fucking go to court, get a check every fucking month and keep it fucking moving. You know what I'm saying? But that is the thing. That is the catalyst. That is what makes me make that phone call. That is what makes me call again when it doesn't get answered. You know what I'm saying? That is what makes me put holiday plans into place, even though it means I'm gonna have to push my body to make that happen. That is the thing. So it's 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 hard to explain to people when they're like, why are you still? And I'm like, because it's not about me. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not about, yes, I'm feeling it. Yes, it's all, the weight is on me right now. But at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about them. It's about them. And it's about making sure that, like, it, it's not a situation where, you know what I'm saying? The nigga like, fuck them kids. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. But it's like, the lean in is not the same. The weight is definitely on me. But I'm like, it's a weight that I have to take on because my kids, I, I need I need them to have that as much as I possibly can. That's you get shout out to those parents that do that, who doesn't really technically have it. And that's, that's fathers and mothers, those parents, those single parents that don't have no help, man. Shout out, because that's, it'd be a lot. It's a lot. I'm gonna shout out to them, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't built for that shit. That's why you got niggas who, and, and people who run away. No, Nick, and when, I, and when I say niggas, I do mean ignorant men and women that run away from their responsibilities. Like I said, I don't know nobody. I don't know a dude who won't take care of their kids, man. I'm 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 a, a advocate of black fathers. You know what I'm saying? They may the kids may not live with them, but damn it, they have them. If they got six, they have three every other weekend. Well, also, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, I made it. I made a, a post a couple of months ago with my best friend because we were on the phone and we were joking because we both have dealt with that type of shit. And I was like, "Girl, in my next life, I think I'm gonna come back as an ain't shit baby daddy because I want to know what it is to look in the eyes of something I created and not give a fuck. I don't understand it. Well, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Like before I had kids, I would hear people say like having a child is like watching your heart walk outside of your body. You know what I mean? And I used to be like, whatever. And then I had children and I was like, oh no, that's real shit. You know what I mean? Like my kids drive me absolutely nuts. And I tell them every other day, I don't like you. Right. And they'd be like, you don't love me. I'm like, no, you never have to question the fact that I love you. I love you. There's nothing you can do to make me not love you. But today, I don't like your ass. That's I how know you. I know what you're saying. I tell my daughter all the time. You're saying, I, 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 I don't like you. For, for my pops, man, I tell you, one of the biggest things, you know, he was an advocate for his kids, his family. You know what I'm saying? He'll always come uh, and make his way. If it's just two weeks out of the summer, he'll have uh, my sister and I. You know what I'm saying? He'll have us. And, you know, I am for, hey, you know what I'm saying? When I got in trouble, I got expelled from school in sixth grade. I got expelled on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? And my mom, <laughs> like, I couldn't go to school nowhere in North Carolina. <laughs> it was like, not that nigga. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you said nowhere in North Carolina, the whole state. Man, you know, my mom, shit. you know, even with everything that him and my mom went through, my mom was still so G, was like, you need your father. You need your father. But what it be 10, 11 grade, that's when they really need a male role model at the most because I was in them streets hard. I'm talking about breaking and entering. I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Just doing whatever boys, I ain't gonna say boys, doing what the hell I want to do because that was just it. You know what I'm saying? When my mom sent me to my dad, that brother tightened me up. I may not agree with everything that he, get, he did, but I understand everything that he did. You know what I'm saying? And that's respect. That's that's what that's what fathers do. That's what parents do. You know what I'm saying? You step in. You do. You, when it's time for you to, you know, step up and do more, you step up and do more. 
And sometimes the maturity comes in too when that other parent is able to recognize and know their children and when their boy need to be filled in. Because I would tell you this, them boys, especially, especially those girls too, boys and girls, they need their, they need their father regardless. But it's special, time, it's special moments in their life when they need them the most, the most, because the other parent can't do it like the other parent. It's just it. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have a mother and a father. You know what I'm saying? That's why they come together. That's why you have a family unit. You know what I'm saying? That's why. That's what makes it. So, and saying that, man, it's, for me, I cannot, I have no respect at all for a man who don't take care of their children, man. I don't. You ain't got to like the mom. You ain't got to like baby moms. You can fuck her. I don't care. You know. But the <laughs> you ain't got to. You know what I'm saying? Because you got that situation. Your, your dedication is not to the mother. Your dedication is to them kids. Because them kids are a part of you. Yeah, and, I, and I absolutely believe that. So I digress. <laughs> no, I think, that's a, I think that's a great point to close it out on. I think that you're right. You're 100% right. At the end of the day, it's not about you, and it's not about the other parent. It's about them kids. It's about the kids, babies. Absolutely. So, thank you for joining us for another edition of Real Talk. It was nice having Jules with us. I am Mike, your co-host, and your lovely host, Asia. Hey guys. We'll see you guys next week. All right, y'all be good. Thank you.